Peace. Good rise. Good rise. Good rise. Good rise. Good rise. You know the drill. <laughs> Chief Yuya, and um, we're commanding the day. At least we should be commanding the day. Willfully, you commanded the evening. Willfully, you're well rested. You're not mentating too much. Thank you, Kashia. Thank you so much. <laughs> the one woman, one woman engineering crew. But um, yeah, willfully um, you know, you got out with the right, got out of bed today, um, or whatever you got up. I know some people sleep on the floor. Peace, Josephine. Peace, peace, Ricochet. You know, whatever you got out of, you slept in your chair or you slept in your car last night. But um, peace, Nikki Love. You know, however you got up, you know, I will that you had the right words on your tongue today. You know, so uh, movement's done. Excellent. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Me too. Yeah, it's, it's so good to get it knocked out early. You know what I mean? And then uh, it also makes other things in your day um, feel a little bit easier. You know, when, when you get your, your movements done earlier, reading Shadow Book, it also is good for your self-esteem. You know, if you if you do something that's a, that's a little bit um, harder, peace to Nico, or you go a little further than you went the day before every day when you do your movements, you know, then, uh, yeah, it helps to give you that little esteem boost before you get started on your other work for the day. So that's good to hear. But yes, you know, it's also good to wake up with the right words on your tongue, the right name on your tongue, you know, uh, peace, Shakira, Plan OG, Naya, greetings, greetings, welcome, welcome, you know, um, sometimes that, that can be a challenge for people too, like, you know, when you're commanding your day, like, how am I waking up, you know, I spoke about that before, like, you gotta wake up like a G, but, you know, one of the things that helps that, peace, Abana. One of the things that helps that is, you know, like the first words that come out of your mouth. You know, I, I knew someone years ago. Well, I kind of still know, but uh, me, myself and I, peace. And whenever she would wake up, the first thing she would always do was like suck her teeth, you know, like peace information. Very first thing, you know, and um, that that started the genesis of certain things for me in terms of cohabitating with, with, with females but um, you know because it's, it's not healthy for anybody <laughs> you know the first thing you wake up and hear is someone <laughs> greetings Arlene Ia Arlene greetings Ia Aldere greetings Sister Matcha you know whether the person sucking their teeth the precious mom peace you know um, or just complaining you know it's cold oh god oh I gotta go to work oh the alarm oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, what's the, what's the very first thing that's on your tongue? And uh, if you don't know what's supposed to be on your tongue, just say the name of your God. You know, that's always a good, like, default. Peace, Francesca. Peace, peace to you as well. You know, when you first get up, just say the name of your God. You know, if you, if you don't have anything, you know, that you could think of positive, if you will, or kind of good to say, you know, just, just say a divine word. You know what I mean? Greetings, Rosalind. But uh, yeah, sometimes that's that's an important thing that we have to kind of also take into consideration. You know, 
what's the first thing to come out of our come out of our mouths? What are we creating? You know, first thing. But like I said, you know, I just will that all of you were able to rest like you were supposed to. Peace, Sister Manera. You know, and um, you arose like like you're supposed to arise. You know, um, kind of following forward with some of what we shared yesterday. Don't worry, I won't go too deep into, uh, and I didn't really go deep yesterday, but, you know, peace, peace, Brother Quindy. You know, I won't really go too deep into the whole um, mental illness piece. Um, and like I said, I didn't really go that deep yesterday anyway. But, uh, you know, I know I know for many it's a, it's, a, it's a difficult subject, you know, depending on, you know, the effects that some of that, good morning, good morning, Brother Eddie. You know, depending on the effects that um, maybe some of that undiagnosed mental illness has had in your life or in the lives of someone that you care about, and how that may have even affected you or affected your childhood. I, I know it's 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 touchy. <laughs> you know, it's a touchy subject. You know, peace, brother Vermont. You know, but you know we're we're going through a process here. So don't worry, I'm not going to go too deep in it, but I'm 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 we're riding off of it. So similar to what was spoken about yesterday, today's um, piece that I want to give you to help you out a little bit. Um, peace, peace, Baba Haru. I'm in Hotep, you know. Yeah, it is necessary. You're right. People are losing it, man. Oh, my goodness. People are losing it. I was in the, in the store two days ago, I think it was. Peace, Baba Utu. And this woman uh, broke down in front of me, you know, um, I, I was buying some, buying something and she was, she worked at the store, you know, she was actually a worker and, um, you know, I said something to her, I just like, you know, I said, you know, good, good afternoon. And, um, she was like, oh, you know, thank you for, she said, people have been so crazy today. Like people are losing, and this was a, uh, woman was a, uh, she told me her age. She's she's in she's in her early eighties. I can't remember the actual age. Might have been around late seventies. But she, you know, she you can tell she had a hard life. You you could see it. And she had like two teeth in her mouth left. And then she was sharing with me how she grew up really poor and um and you know just she, she was sharing a lot. But she said, yeah, my 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 baby my baby boy just died. And you know, like she just started sharing. She was like, my baby boy just died. You know, from from the, the thing going around, and I said, "Wow!" I said, "How old was he?" She said, "Yeah, he was forty nine years old." She said, "That's that's my baby." You know, he just died, and she was like frazzled, and she was like, "And you know, people are so mean." <laughs> she was like, "You know, um, I couldn't even get the time off that I needed to go um, deal with my grandbabies and all." You know, but um, yeah, people are losing it, you know, and they're gonna continue to lose more of it. You know, and that's why a lot of times it's good that we lose things before um, we have to lose them. You know, I, I'll touch upon that. But, um, yeah, these are necessary subjects. And I know for some of them, it's, <laughs> it's uphill. <laughs> you know, some of them, it's an uphill uh, or a struggle, you know, um, or uphill, I guess, an uphill insight. Or an uphill message, you know, it's not. Some of them don't flow within your into your spirit, you know, as smooth as other ones do. You know, um, what was that other other one? Let me see. What, what 
day before yesterday. Yeah, I went from three that three three thumbs down while the, the segment was going on, and it's got five thumbs down now. Peace, Sherelle. You know, I don't really pay much attention to the thumbs up, thumbs down. I'll be honest with you, I really don't care because it's it's anonymous. So it's like sometimes people just do it because they because they can't just you know. You know, if you had to give like a thumbs down and an explanation with your username there, you have less of those. You know, uh, peace them all, peace Benin bread. You know, so yeah. With that being said, you know, like I said, some messages are more uphill, you know, than, than others um, in terms of of, the, of um, not delivery but acceptance. You know, uh, peace Minoy, peace Pad Mini one forty four. You know, so. One of the things, man, I wanted to touch upon with you all was, um, you know, the reason why you might hear me talk a lot about um, psychology and our attitude and our character and, you know, Peace Channel Zero YT, you got it right this time, <laughs> and, and, and so many different things that kind of deal with um, us as people. And, and our internal philosophy and our internal perception and how that may translate to external objects, you know, and how it may not ex- translate properly to external objects. You know, sometimes we have an internal perception of something, you know, or of internal internal perception of a person. And because of our level of experience and our level of, of or our circle of awareness that we're currently at, we're perceiving things completely different than what they than what they actually are you know um and there comes a time willfully in your life where somebody will take the time peace ear andrine and they will walk you through some of maybe um the different stages or maybe even a different oh man let me turn these things off I know those. I know those alarms are loud, especially if you got on headphones. You know, so I apologize for that. But um, yeah, you know, sometimes if if you're, if you're fortunate, you'll get someone who can actually walk you through. You know, some of the. I'm sorry, I'm turning on. You know, I got multiple devices all around me. You know, um, yeah. So I'm just turning off all the alarms for a moment while I while I deal with you. But yeah, man. Um, so there has to be a preparation, you know, peace, La Cruz 10, you know, um, there has to be a preparation in order to go to where we are supposed to go. And what I mean by that is this, and it's, an, it's a very important thing, you know, it's very easy for me to speak to you about how to get stuff. That's easy, especially when you're dealing with spiritualists, you know, when you're dealing with spiritualists or people who consider them to be themselves to be a cultist or spiritualist or people invested in esoterics or alternative information, a lot of it, and, and peace, peace, brother Antonio, a lot of their entrance into those sciences are based on what they wanted to get. I wanted to get a man. I wanted to get, you know, a woman. I wanted to get some money, peace, mama, mama. I wanted to get a house. I wanted to get a job, whatever it was. And I started to learn how to work with these different spiritual systems or i was depressed i was unhappy i started to read this book or say this prayer and a feeling of peace came over me right so it's very easy i could sit here all day and talk about this is how you get this this is how you get that this is how you get that get that and there'll be cheers and applause but 
to speak to you about how do you behave and what character um, do you exhibit when you don't get what you want? When the answer is no, can you still hold steadfast when you get a no answer? When you call me for a reading or peace, sacred step, and you're asking this question and that question, I want to do this and I want to do that, and I already know what I want to do. I'm just getting a confirmation from you. You know, that that's never a, a, a good statement to start off a consultation with somebody, with, just so you know, just little word of advice you know when people get with me and they say well look i already pretty much know but i just i just want to you know get some confirmation from you i usually just want to like end the session right there because it's it's actually pretty insulting too on top of that but um are you ready for the no no you're not supposed to do that or that's not gonna happen no you don't already know this is you have to wait or this is what needs to happen first or there's steps along the way or there's some things that need to be lost on the way to you going to where you're going or you need to enjoy what you have on the way to getting what you're going to get you know you haven't enjoyed it yet you haven't really experienced and you know you got this old raggedy car and you're getting readings should i buy a new car and no now it's not the time you haven't experienced the you know the jalopy that you have yet you haven't fully explored that yet or you haven't fully um exhausted all the different options for recovery and resolution within your relationship yet while you're reading about will love come into my life but meanwhile you're actually still married or you're still living or you're still in a relationship with someone right so it sometimes can feel <laughs> it, it's a, it's a like i said it's kind of an upstream swim when you have to tell someone no but don't go anywhere Right. Because a lot of times when we get that no is when we leave, we might be in a certain spiritual system and we're we're um, ritualizing towards something or we're sacrificing towards something. We're affirming towards something. We're praying for something. And that particular thing does not happen. So when that doesn't happen, then we start looking around. That's the first thing we start to do. We start to look around instead of looking internally, looking at ourselves. We start looking around. And one of the first things we usually will look at is other people. We'll say, well, this is it's such. A, it's working for this person, and that person went on a a, a dating app, and you know, six months ago, and now they're getting married. And this this person, you know, I know they're not more qualified than me, but they went and got the job. And maybe it's because they're younger, you know. Maybe it's because they they're 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 more eloquent with with their words, you know. And we start to come up with all these different different reasons, you know that nine times out of ten have nothing to do with why whatever we want is not enacted in our season you know we don't understand the science of seasons it's not your time right now you know it's not the time for that right now because you're dealing with the with the high spirit that functions through mathematics you know so there has to be certain formulas that are in place first before other things to happen so how does your character sustain how does your faith sustain in the face of a no no you can't have that no you can't move yet no you can't get the divorce yet no you can't send your child away to a relative you have to continue to work with your child no 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 can you still sustain in the face of those no's right so that becomes a little bit difficult and, and i'm going to tell you why sometimes that's a challenge for folks you know because they have not been conditioned to receive the strength, 
the fortitude, the fortune, and the power of the creator. You see, they haven't been they haven't been conditioned. See, most of the times, unfortunately, today, when you start getting into different forms of spiritualism or you get into different forms of religion, a lot of times they're just based around um, what you're going to get. <laughs> they're just whether you're going to get everlasting life, where you whether you're going to get peace, you know, whether whether you're going to get um, you know access to mysteries, whether you're going to get information, it's get, 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 I want more, 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 more. And we become like hoarders, you know, uh, peace, Watessa, you know, peace, Baba Cruz. We become hoarders in that sense, you know, constantly. I want, I want to get this and I got to get that. And, I, and if I can get that, I want that. And, and I understand that mentality. It has to be in balance because me, myself, I'm someone who wants it all. I want everything. You know what I mean? I don't, you know, peace tower, man. You know, I don't necessarily, if, if, if life is here to be lived and there are experiences that are open to me that I am supposed to have peace, Nadia, I want them. You see, if I'm supposed to have them, I want them. I want to, to, to fulfill my, my fate and my destiny to the, to the, to the fullest. Right. I want it all. Right. So, but wanting it all is not the same as saying I want everything. And this isn't one of those, is y'all done, is y'all finished yet. This ain't one of those, all right? All and everything are not the same thing. You know what I mean? So I, for me, I want everything that is a part of my, my path. Everything that, that, that I'm supposed to have on my path in my journey. I want it all, right? And, and that's actually a form of submission because that means it's going to be some good and it's going to be some bad. It's going to be some bitter. There's going to be some sweet. That's, all right, well, if I'm here to experience it all, let's, let's do this, right? So, unfortunately, a lot of times in our walk or in our way, we don't really have guides who are conditioning us. So, what that means is this. If we recognize that the seed from the divine is perfect, there's nothing wrong with it, you know? And if we can start there, right, the seed is good. You know, most of the time when you think about when you're planting, whether you have a garden, whether you have a farm or, or whatever, you know, um, if you plant and, and the harvest doesn't turn out the way that you expect it to, it's very rare that you'll say the seeds were bad. That's that's very rare, you know, that you'll be like, oh, something was wrong with the seeds. The first thing you're usually going to look at is the conditions that that seed had to grow inside of, Right. Now, that's a little easier to do when you're not looking at yourself. When you're not looking at yourself as that soil that has to receive the seed. When you're looking at yourself, the first thing you're going to look at is the seed. Well, you know, I was a Christian and that didn't work out. So then I, I took my Shahada and now I'm Muslim. But I was Muslim and, I, you know, I still had questions that wasn't answered. I was asking questions. They couldn't answer my questions. So I left and I started. I felt... I felt more a kinship towards African spiritual sciences. I, that just felt more intuitive to me. So I started learning about um, ancient Kemet and things like that. But then, you know, when I started learning about the Yoruba, I don't know, that felt more just jumping from spot to spot to spot to spot to spot to spot to spot. Because what you're implying is that there's something wrong with the seed. Ain't nothing wrong with the seed. There are, there are very profound 
life-changing things to be found in Islam. There are very profound and life-changing things to be found in, in Hebraic scripture or, 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 or the Torah. There are very profound and life-changing things to be found in Ifa. There are very profound and life-changing things to be found on ancient hieroglyphs. The seed is not the issue. The issue is the ground, is you, right? So like I said, a lot of times the first moment is, or the first movement rather is, let me start looking at everybody else. You know, let's this person, well, you know, they're 15 years younger than me or 10 years younger than me. Oh, well, they grew up with their with both of their parents. Their parents didn't split up or, you know, their mother was around. Their mother didn't abandon the family. Or, you know, you go through all these different things and that's why they got it and I didn't get it, you know. Or, or if you're coming up in a cohort with someone, you'll say, well, there's favoritism. So you'll blame maybe your guide, you know, you'll, you'll blame maybe your, your instructor. You, you see, so, oh, yeah, they showed favoritism. They gave them, they taught them things that they didn't teach me. You know, different things like that. And the thing is, you got to understand, like, if you've ever had the opportunity to see um, a field plowed or even in your own little small garden, if you were able to make rows yourself, whether you used a, a, a hoe to do it or whether you got a tiller yourself, you know that you, you till that ground and then you create that rose for what? To prepare it to receive. You see, so this, and you might even, you might even um, put some topsoil down. You might even fertilize in a certain way. There are certain things that you might do in order for you to make sure that that ground and that soil is ready to receive seed, right? So now let's look at our spiritual journey a lot of times. You know, how much do we actually make sure we're ready and conditioned to receive the perfected seed of the divine, Right? We, we get into spiritual systems. You've heard me say this for years now. It's not a vending machine. It's not a vending machine. You know, you jump into into what you think is Ifa because you're not even in Ifa. You ain't even dealing with Arisha. You know what I mean? I mean, you really want to get down to it, but we won't get down to it too much now. But I've had that. I've been saying that for years now. People put up a little shrine or something and, and they're like, yeah, this this is what I do. That ain't what you do. Do you know anything about the culture? You get initiated under an energy and, you know, oh, I froze up. My screen froze up. So let's see what happens. Hopefully I'll come back. Uh, all right. We had a little crash there. Anyway, so, you know, sometimes we get initiated into certain systems and I do this all the time. You know, I'll say, okay, well, you initiated by, oh, okay, your Oya. You initiate it into, into, the, into Oya or your Ochosi. Okay, cool. Initiate into Ochosi. What do those words mean? Oh, well, she's the woman of the No, what does the word mean? What does Oya mean? Not what, what does Oya do? You know, I don't know. Right? So how much were you prepared to receive that energy if you received Oya or you received Ogun or you received Shango or you received Obatala? How much were you conditioned, prepared to receive the fullness of what that experience was? Or did somebody just pour some tea over the top of your head? You see? So when we start to see that things are not manifesting and growing in our lives, despite the experiences we have, is because that seed has not been able to take root because you as the ground have not been conditioned. And that's why 
you'll hear me speak about character so much. You'll hear me speak about honor so much. You'll hear me speak about integrity so much. You'll hear me speak about, you know, affirming, but also looking at yourself honestly, looking at your ego so much, self-actualization. All of these things are preparation for receiving the perfected seed. You see, now you can have something on the topsoil and get a little bit of growth, you know, and think like you're doing something, but then you're always going to, you know, if you, if you're, if you're comparing yourself, you're going to always look around at other people who seem to just be flying by you. They, they seem to keep that they're zooming past you. You could be in an environment with someone else, but you know, it's what intentions that you come into this with, which is going to determine not only your fervor for it, but your your emotional investment inside into that thing. And you know when I spoke about yesterday that when we think about how spirit, you know, um, we'll use the word descend, but spirit isn't necessarily above us. It's just it's just a good way to to um, visualize spirit because we can't see above, you know. So that's that's the, but it could be within, you know. But um, even that concept of within, people get off too much on that a little bit. Like, it's within me, so I don't have to do anything. No, you still have to condition the soil so it can come out. You might plant a good seed down in there, but is the soil conditioned so it can grow? Can that spirit grow inside of you, or is it inside of you festering? You know, so one of the examples that I had given you yesterday was we were speaking about, um, like, a glove. I think I said about you had a glove that had like 50 fingers on it but you only got five so that means you got you know 45 empty empty uh finger slots in that particular glove or if you had a, a shirt or a jacket that had 100 arms on it you know you you'd be short 98 arms right um well what goes into those arms what goes into those empty fingers they don't stay empty there's something that goes into them most of the times, the things that goes into them are the things that we're hoarding and holding on to that are festering. You know, again, like I've shared before with you, take the mind and associate peace, Esme. Take the mind and re- and associate the mind with the house. You look at your house, look at how much junk you got. If you had to move today, peace, Miss Cindy, jo- Cindy Jones. If you had to move today or move tomorrow, what would that job look like? You know, that's a good example. What would it really look like? And what would you take with you? And what would you say? Why do I, what would you look at me like? Why do I even have this? Why do I have two of these? Why do I have three of these? I don't even like this. This is hideous. You know, what would go, what would stay? Well, that gives you an idea of what you're stuffing into those empty slots and not, not leaving room and leaving space for what's supposed to actually be there in that sense. You see? So the idea of conditioning sometimes, a lot of times is giving things away. You know, sometimes you can challenge yourself to, to get into a competition with the divine. You know, I'm, I'm going to try to give away peace, Gideon. I'm going to try getting a Scott. Excuse me. I'm going to try to give us, give away as many things that I, as the divine gives away. Let's see if I can out give God. Right. So we not, it's not just a hoarder thing where like, I'm only going to give you the things that are worthless. You know, like you watch the show's hoarders and stuff like that. And this one is infested with roaches and mice and this and all that. Oh, you can have it, <laughs> you know, but give away the things that you feel you can't be without. 
that you feel are so valuable to you that you're so attached to because i promise you those are the things that are keeping you from being able to properly condition yourself to receive what you're supposed to receive you see that's why you know when you get those no's a lot of times you find do you find different things to comfort you through the no you know oh i wanted this or i want that or i'm affirming for this or you know, why shouldn't I be able to have this? Or why shouldn't I be able to have that? And again, that that affirmation spirit, it comes from a lot of wayward and, and selfish spiritual or congregational leaders that really truly have no real love for the people. You see what I'm saying? Because they just they just stuff all these affirmations down your throat. You know, it's your time, it's your season. You're going to get this, you're this, you're that, you're that, you're that, you're that, you're that. You, there's no conditioning in that. There's no preparation for that. There's, there's none of that. You know, so now I'm just expecting to get whatever I'm supposed to get. You know, you, I, I've seen um, assemblies and gatherings where I've seen, you know, it looked like a, like a casting call for my 600-pound wife. You know, everybody there is, is morbidly obese. And you got somebody in front of there talking about, this is your season for health. You tell diabetes to go away. You tell cancer, not here today. You know, going through all these different things, but not saying, listen, you ain't even conditioned to get down on your knees and pray. You 700 pounds. You 300 pounds. You 400 pounds. You can't, you know, th there's a saying that Denzel Washington said once. I, I liked him. He, he said, you know, put your, put your slippers Way when you go to bed at night, take your slippers and put them way, way underneath your bed, so that way when you get up in the dawning, you have to get down on your knees to get them. You know, so he was saying that it gives you an opportunity now to pray. You, you see what I'm saying? So, are you conditioning yourself with even whether it's praying? And I know some of you don't pray. Some of you may affirm. You know, what, what, whatever it is, you may meditate. You, you know, but are you conditioning your life on on a daily? for that type of experience in order to be able to receive or are you just expecting it and then when you don't get it you start to say this the seed was bad something mm -mm, see was the, the divine isn't really looking out for me and is giving me you know monsanto seed, <laughs> seeds and things like that no no the seed is good ain't nothing wrong with the seed Ain't nothing wrong to see. You have to be conditioned through segments like what we do when we talk about mental health. Is your mind ready to receive the information? Is it ready to convert that information into knowledge? Is your body ready? You know, are your emotions ready? So all these different things that we deal we deal with and we have to speak about that may not sound good. You know, they may not feel good. You know, um, clients speak to me. You know, how many times have I had to tell you to close your mouth, stop talking? Because you just used to how can anything be planted? How can anything be planted when you're constantly pushing it back up? You see, people come to segments like this and they start preaching in the comments. Yeah, and that's why you need to do this and you need to do that. Shut up. You ain't even doing it. Stop. Just stop it. You know, unwilling to receive because you have no conditioning. You see. Um, I used to see that all the time in, in the dojos. You know, we're going in and we're training. There always be some some dude half dressed on the side trying to fix everybody's form. But we don't never see when it's time for for conditioning. 
you know, all right, let's get down and do, you know, a hundred knuckle pushups. All right, let's, let's do these, these, these crunches. Let's do these squats. All these different things we have to do to condition ourselves to be ready to, to, to do what? To be ready to defend ourselves, you know, or, or to be ready to learn how to defend yourself. You know, I could teach you how to, how to kick, but if you haven't spread those hips out, if you haven't stretched out your hips, you know, you might hurt yourself just trying to practice how to kick, you know, or, or if you haven't elongated that chest, stretched that chest out, you know, certain things you, we may do may actually hurt you. And we're not even in the fight, <laughs> which is practice. You just punch it at the air. <laughs> You're not even hitting anything, you know. So some people try to skip past that conditioning, but then they're the, they're the first ones to come over and say, no, turn your fist this way or, you know, hold, hold your fingers like this or put your foot like that. Or put, and, and, don't know what they're talking about. Peace through here. The conditioning is more important than anything else because when you're conditioned, you're fertile. And when you're fertile, it doesn't take, peace, Tracy, it doesn't take an hour-long command your day. It only takes five minutes. So what's happening in that whole hour of command your day? Stories, playing around, information, acknowledgement, attention, motivation, education, good energy. But really, the only one thing I'm trying to really get in is knowledge. So to get in the knowledge, I got to have I got to have all those other things going to condition you to loosen you up to soften you up to get you nice and, and, and trusting and, you know, and to sprinkle some wisdom on you, which is that moisture. So now I can plant that seed of knowledge. But what if you did that yourself? Because the truth is no one can condition you like you can condition yourself. You know, peace, trees, la girl. No one can block your knowledge like you can block yourself. Now, of course, we know in any kind of agricultural model, um, there's a farmer. You know, or there's an occult, as we say in, in Europe. There's a hoe, there's a penis, there's a there's a um, farmer, there's a husband. Occult means all those different words, all those different concepts. There's a man that's conditioning you and preparing that soil, you know, of, of the oberine, of the woman, preparing that soil so she can receive and so she can be cultivated. But there's certain conditioning that we can do to and for ourselves, you see? If, if if we say, hey, we're going to go and do a, a spiritual retreat and, you know, we're going to do it in, you know, in the Appalachian Mountains, you know, um, or we're going to go to Mount Shasta and we have to walk. Right. Well, I could practice now walking, you know, say, OK, I'm going to walk a little bit every day or I'm going to go hiking a little bit or get on the on the stair climber and, you know, kind of kind of get prepared to walk up elevations and things like that. I can condition myself to be ready for the experience. That's what all of this is. You know, when we're talking about the things that are uncomfortable, like our mental health, when we're speaking about that or our ego, which, you know, and, and I may be bringing up examples that you might be like, wow, that's me. I, I do that. Or I've been caught in that trick bag before and things like that. You know, or I've been very indecisive before. Maybe my my soulful vision is not clear because I haven't stuck to any laws. I haven't refined myself. He keeps talking about these laws, <laughs> you know, and I haven't refined myself. And I'm looking for a quick fix all the time as opposed to application. This, like I said, a lot of times people will be like, and people have asked, 
If I read your book, will I get the No. You can't read anything and just now all of a sudden your life is fixed. It doesn't work like that in life. You have to, like I said, what do you wake up with on your tongue? How are you conditioning your mind? How are you conditioning your body? Now, here's the tools for conditioning, but you're going to have to apply them. It's just like a conditioner that's in a bottle. You know, you have to put it in your hair. You can have it sitting in your shower all day, but it's it's not going to make your hair more luxurious. You, you see what I'm saying? So, and you have to you have to continually, just like you do with soil. You know, you don't you don't make the rose once and leave them. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm gonna make the rose, and I I come back next year and plant the seed. Well, what happens? You got to start all over again. What happens when you go to the gym once? Woo. That was a workout. I, you know what? I deserve me some fast food after that. I'm going to go get me some of this. I'm going to get me some of that. I deserve that. Because, I mean, if you think about it, I must have burned off at least 500 calories. So, I mean, I could go eat at least 400 extra on top of what I was going to eat. You see? And then when's the next time you go back? Oh, it's been months. I'm just paying for that membership every month. And it ain't even went. Right? So there's no consistent conditioning. So now you're not ready for the next stage. Don't look outside. Don't look at other people. Don't look at anyone else, but look at yourself, you know, and look at how conditioned you are to receive. You know, we, we all have access, you know, sometimes <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I was talking to someone. Um, they called me for a consultation and um, it was, it was, it was an elder brother and there's a situation that he's he's um, a part of, and uh, I said, well, okay, so when are you gonna do these these things that you know I I told you need to be, get done? And he said, yeah, you know, well, I'm I'm waiting on the Lord, and I was like, don't do that. That's the worst thing in the world that you could do. You, I said, your Lord has already came, so what? How could you be waiting on the Lord and the Lord already came? Your Lord now, based on your theology, based on your cosmology, your Lord is waiting on you. It, your Lord already did everything it needed to do. It, it that that Lord came and brought seed, came and brought wisdom, came and brought information, even left you a body of literature, so forth and so on. It, so you're waiting on what? You, you see, so a lot of times people get um, very confused in terms of what they need to be doing in the, in the meantime. You know, um, and then what what ultimately happens is nothing. <laughs> what ultimately happens is nothing, and then they start to blame everyone and and kind of everything around them. But no, um, we have to put the the conditioning work in ourselves now, and that's what all of this stuff is about. So you know, that's primarily what I what I wanted to. Um, to give to you and like I said I know for some of it it's an uphill message because I'm not telling you how to get something I'm advising to you to get rid of some things lighten your load make it easier to receive make space look in those empty fingers and those gloves and those empty sleeves and see what you've placed in there that has no business being in there you see how many times have I spoken to people about different things spiritually and they still keep doing it anyway, even though they just finished agreeing with me, but their fear can't get them to stop? Well, I'm going to my ancestors to ask them what to do. Your ancestors don't know what to do. If they did, they wouldn't be ancestors. They would have ascended beyond the ancestral realm. 
I never heard anything like that. Okay, well, let me break it down to you. Oh, that makes so much sense. What you going to do tonight? I'm going to go talk to my ancestors again and ask them what to do. So you got an empty sleeve right there that could be filled with, with real wisdom, but your fear fills it with something that shouldn't be there. You know, just like sometimes we buy things for our houses that we're never going to use. You know, sometimes we are attached to things that we ain't even got yet. And we, we're attached to things that we don't even have that are keeping us from our purpose. Well, one day I'm going to. Well, I don't want to do that in, just in case of this. No, I'm not going to start going by my divine name because, you know, I I don't like how it looks on my resume. And, you know, I might get turned down for jo- jobs you ain't even got. You know, we're, sometimes we attach to one day I want to drive this. One day I, I always wanted to live in a suburban neighborhood with this and that. And that. But, you know. You 45 years old. You ain't did that. Maybe that's not your life. <laughs> Maybe something else is your life. Maybe you're always going to live amongst the people in the urban areas. That's that's okay too. You know, and I, I know a lot of times people have this ideation that when you become spiritual, you start living by the laws, you got to escape Babylon. And Babylon means leave the cities. But I'll tell you something. Because I got a lot of a lot of my comrades that preach that. Yeah, man, you know, brother's still in the city, man. Brother's in the city. What it is is that these country boys can't, they can't handle the city. That's what it is. You know, yeah, you have to, it's best to be out of those inner cities, but you got to leave it here first. That's where it begins, not where you, you just physically, because you can still be attached to that internally. Just like some people can be attached to the safety of the country, but not really be able to navigate where there's pressure all around them. You see? So, it's a mental thing first. You know, some people, some guys in the city can't be in the country because there's too many noises at night. <laughs> what's that? What's that? What's that? They're hearing branches pop and stuff like that. And, you know, they're thinking something, you know, a serial killer is stalking them or something like that, you know? So um, the reality of it is, though, get rid of things that you're attached to that, that are filling up the spaces that shouldn't be there and go through your personal conditioning to allow you to be able to not only receive seed, but allow that seed to grow because you don't have to wait on the Lord. The Lord already gave you the seed. It, it's already there. It's just that your soil is terrible. You see, because you haven't applied any forms or any levels of conditioning. All right. So I'm going to leave you with that. All right. And um, willfully, you can apply that or you will apply it. You won't just hear it and say, that's cool. That makes sense. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, back to regular life, you know, willfully, you won't do that. But you'll see um, the relevance in that for your own life, man. Conditioning, conditioning on a mental level, mental toughness, spiritual toughness, uh, physical toughness. You got to you got to condition yourself all around the board. This is why I knew. We have to, we do movements six days out of the strong, you know, your movements could just be walking. It could just be stretching. It could be yoga. It could be Qigong, you know, it could be calisthenics. It could be, you know, um, resistant weight training. Oh, give thanks channel zero. I appreciate that. Peace, Cassie Durin, you know, um, but every single day you, you, you're going to condition yourself every single day. Um, you're going to read the, the, the text that we consider to be sacred. You know, you're going to be conditioning your mind every day. You're going to be affirming every day. You're going to be, as some of you might say, working out. You know, you're going to be doing physical things every day. It's a it's a daily practice to condition you, not because that's the life, but it's to condition you 
to information that I received your cash app yesterday. I, I'm not sure because I don't know what name it would have been under, but thank you. <laughs> Peace wild girl. I'll, I'll double check. Um, I don't, I don't, I didn't see anything by in information, but I'll double check and I'll, and I will confirm with you by tomorrow. Um, but all of that conditioning and all of that is not the actual life. Some people get caught up in that. Well, I'm doing this. I got that. I got that. I got that. That's to prepare you for the actual life. That's the preparation for you to grow and receive that seed. But that ain't actually the seed. That's just your part. See, the divine does its part in that it spills down the seed. Here, yeah, I don't want to say spill, but yeah, it gives the seed. And the seed is good. It's perfect. That Done. So you ain't got to wait on the Lord. <laughs> you don't have to wait on the Lord. You know, whoever, whomever your Lord is, like, you know, Nikki Love said it could be the Lord of procrastination. It may be Baal. It may be Beelzebub. It may be Shaitan, you know. When you use that term, the Lord, like he said, the Lord, and I just, you know, I, I kind of know his background, so I made certain assumptions. But, you know, um, you don't have to wait on that. You know, peace, Brittany. You know, you have to come up to it. You know, that question was asked, let me say this before I go, in, in a sabbat call that we had um, once, one Sabbath. I think it was it was Baba Utu, maybe Brother Putin. Uh, Y'all were talking about the difference between the Christ and the Messiah. And, this, it kind of relates to what I'm speaking about right now. And the answer that I gave is that, um, just in a, in a real simple sense, um, the Messiah is something that comes from, from on high. It comes from the unseen to the seen. And the Christ is something that comes from the seen to the unseen, right? So we are the body, supposed to be the body of, of the Christ. Whereas the Messiah is something that came in order to perform a particular work. So if you could picture two forces coming like this, so that, that, that Christ, we're raising up to be that Christ energy that's coming up and the Messiah is coming down to connect to it. You see, so our conditioning is like us becoming those Christ consciousness. That's the conditioning so that we can raise up to have a divine meeting with a messianic energy. But you gotta you gotta condition first. It's it's similar to um, this may be a little complicated. But if anybody if any of you have seen the movie Tenet, you know um, it's a good movie to check out. But check out the movie Tenet, and you start to see um, the connecting of time. One coming from the past, one coming from the future, and converging at at a particular point. All right. But anyway, there we are. <laughs> There you have it. All right. So everyone, again, like I said, be safe, be well today, you know, and willfully you can apply these principles and spark some spark something inside of yourself or um, you can share them with someone and maybe that will help them on on their journey, you know. And like I said, uh, yes, the tenant. Yeah, the tenant. Or it might even might. I don't know if it's the tenant or just tenant. But I'm sure either one, you'll find it. The brother who played in it is the brother. No, not from 1976. No, not the tenant. I know the one you're talking about from 76. No, 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 not that one. It's tenant. It's um, uh, peace, peace, Chris, peace, Chris. It's um, the brother who played in Black Klansman, the Spike Lee movie. He was the uh, he was the star of of the movie Tenant. You know, um, 
Oh, John David Washington. Okay, there we go. I didn't know his name. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Um it's a good movie. Um what's who what's the name? Was it with um Kubrick? I think Stanley Kubrick did it. It's it, it takes a minute to you know, to kinda see because it's an action movie and it's a sci fi at the same time. You know, but um yeah, you'll 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 like it. But it, it's similar to the concept that I'm that I'm talking about now in terms of what we're building ourselves up to be from the ground up through conditioning, becoming that that perfected body while there's a there's another energy that's connecting and meeting. So we don't have to wait on that energy. You know, we don't have to wait on that energy. We're, we're, it's really waiting for us to raise up, you know, you know, it's waiting for us to raise up. All right, everyone. So I'm out, you know. Love, inspire, and protect. Peace, everyone. Be well. Be well today. And be safe.